Okay, um, it's April 4th, 2020, in the Lake George area, New York, upstate New York. Upstate? And upstate New York. Jeremy and I are hanging out after a busy day in a hot tub, which if you hear a drone sound, uh, it's the hot tub. If you hear peepers, it's peepers. <laughs> say a month into the real concern over the global pandemic covid covid 19 if you will covid 19 and things are crazy sounds like this started in china and uh has made its way to the united states and Probably most of the world seems like that. Yeah, it's a global thing. And uh, we're not thrilled with the situation. The CDC says if everyone behaves and follows the best practices, April is going to be the, like, we'll be able to uh, peter off here with the impact, possibly, by mid-May. And what, what, uh, what are people doing? I guess what what were people doing two weeks ago, and what what are people doing now? Ah, uh, two weeks ago, it seems like people were just hoarding groceries. Yeah. Right. Um, it seems like right now people are still hoarding paper products because I was at at uh, the red and white grocery <laughs> store last night. And there were still no paper towels, hardly a few tissues. Sure. That's about it. Over at Canaford. Yeah, over yeah. at Canaford. <laughs> That's not the one I was referring to. But oh, no? I was referring to the Advantage Edge oh, grocery yeah. store. Yeah. But anyway. Um, and they're out of paper products still. It seems like it, yeah. I was there, and they were stocked up on eggs, uh, which the last time they were completely out of eggs. <laughs> Completely Except up. for uh, pourable, like, egg mix. Pourable egg nasty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Gross. But they have eggs back in stock limit two dozen per customer. Wow. Now. Yeah, because just you cannot go without your French toast or your <laughs> scrambled scrambled eggs. Well. Son of a gun. Yeah. Comfort thing, I guess. Um. So this virus is transmitted through saliva or bodily fluids or sneezing, basically, or coughing. coughing. I guess it could be it could be like projectile virus, although it's not like it's not like smoke. It's not going to float across a field right. into your nose, right? As far as I, you know, I think I don't know that anybody really knows, but it seems like they're saying it's spread by droplets, not by right air necessarily right so what i was hearing was if you touch something that's been coughed on and then you rub your nose or your eye or something you're screwed then then you end up with kind of pneumonia-like symptoms um and that's it it's it's like the plague there we are people die but not Um, very many people as a percentage well i I guess out of everyone (laughs) but it's still it's not a it's not a great thing true it's not like the Spanish flu. It's not five hundred million or five hundred thousand people dying. It's right. it's 
it's in the thousands, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's, honestly, I think it's a little bit blown out of proportion. Um, but. Well, and we're lucky to be up here in the country, I think, where things are not true. as congested. And we may not have all the delivery services that they have in cities, but. Not bad at all. And, uh. So what are you, what are you doing to prepare for possibly worse times coming. Well, I'll tell you what. I I came down to Vermont. I'm still working at the company that I work for, making ads. Um, but I came down from Vermont to upstate New York to stay at my parents' place. And I bought $250 worth of groceries, which is something that I never do. Um, my grocery bill is normally like 35 or 40 bucks <laughs> uh, as a single dude. And hope to stick around for a while. Uh, but I realized that since my parents kind of, they're snowbirds, they bounce around to Florida, they have a place in Vermont. Um, and so their pantry was pretty sparse. So I drove back up to Vermont, picked up everything that I had at my place, came back down and, uh, and prepared to hunker down as they say. Um, but it seems like the world is still kind of operational. Businesses that are not essential to life moving on uh, are closed temporarily. Mm-hmm. Who knows how long? Who knows how long? They're saying probably end of April, from what I've heard. Really? But I think everything is in flux at the moment. Yep, it's all in flux. We don't know how things are going to go. And you know what? Two weeks ago, it felt like every two to three days, there'd be a major change and shift in the way that everyone was thinking about things. Yeah. And I think that's starting to calm down. Which is good. Thank goodness, yeah. Yeah. I think it's reduced the panic buying to some degree. I was able to buy some chicken last night. Not bad. I wanted to marinate some chicken. I was able to buy some chicken. That was nice. Yeah, it's a very strange time. Definitely. Um, very strange time, and if you're a youngster listening to this in the future, be glad that you didn't have to live through this, because it's it's definitely um, making me realize what I take for granted. Yeah. Basic social interaction. Right. Visiting with people. Going uh, out to the bar for a, for a Sprite. Or even a restaurant. Yeah. A restaurant, a uh, dine-in restaurant. Yeah, no can do right now. Right. Speaking of a sprite. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just I just splashed Jeremy in my attempt to crack open. I'm gonna crack open a diet do here. The healthy alternative to Red Bull. <laughs> uh, also a bit of a tradition on this podcast. Yeah, we like to crack open out. seltzers and zoos and other other bevies that help us get by. So, uh, something I've been doing to prepare for the future yeah, is I've been building a chicken coop. And not a lot of thought went into this project. It was more <laughs> like a dive in and get going mm-hmm. kind of deal. I've been watching many people actually on Instagram tend to their chickens, namely Jimmy Duresta. And Jason from Dark State Forge mm-hmm. in Massachusetts has chickens. Uh, 
Lots of people have chickens. So I thought, wouldn't it be nice to have eggs every morning? Oh, heck yeah. Eggs in the evening. Eggs for supper time. <laughs> uh, oh, creamed eggs on toast. Creamed eggs on toast. Uh, deviled eggs. I love deviled eggs. Me too. Creamed yep. eggs on toast, though. Yeah? Yeah. That's that's your... You don't. You didn't have that growing up, though, except... Only at your house. Except my mom made it, yeah. Yeah. Creamed eggs on toast. I don't even remember what's in it, honestly. I think it's bread, pepper, and eggs. Hmm. <laughs> Delicious. Yep. Yeah. We could do that sometime. But, you know what, also... This is a side note here, but... Everyone has been requesting your pineapple chili. Oh, no. Ooh, the chili. Yeah. You say that, but I didn't think it was very good. <laughs> we all thought it was delicious. Okay. So Aside any, from the, the meat situation. Anytime you can get your hands on a cow to slaughter and grind up. Yep. How do you feel about bread? woodchuck chili? Ooh, the other white meat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kind of meat they are. <laughs> I don't either, but... Yeah, 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 we could try that. Are you considering raising woodchucks? No, but we have three on the property right now. You're already raising woodchucks. <laughs> right. Whether we like it or not, raising woodchucks. Nice. But back to the white meat. Eggs? Yeah, and chickens. Eggs and chickens. Yeah, so I've been building a chicken coop. I built the coop itself. It's three feet by three feet by four feet. I built that at the shop, transported it to the property, um, and then built the enclosure, the cage enclosure, which is maybe six by, what's 99 inches? Eight feet plus yeah, three? Yeah, eight, nine feet. <clears throat> um, huh. Nice. Yeah. So is that done at this point? It's it's about 90% done. Besides the just, door. Just waiting for some chicks in the door, yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Yep. So we'll have so, fresh eggs before you know it in three months. Tomorrow, just like I've tried in the past, I'm going to go try to pick <laughs> up some chicks. We know, we know how that how well that works. It'll oh. last for six months. <clears throat> and then they'll die just like always. <laughs> no, no. No, no. No, no. Uh, how many are you thinking of getting? Probably six or eight. I think that's all the coop can handle. Yeah. Six or eight. How will you know what number? Uh, I'm going to base it off other people's success. And Jimmy says they always huddle together. He, he said that he has two or three roosting spots in the coop, mm -hmm. but they only use one of them, and they all use it. Mm -hmm. Or, like, they all, like, yeah, like, try to huddle together. Conserve warmth? I guess so. Cool. I guess so. So that's that's what I've been doing. How about you? Nice. What, we've, we've made some major progress on your house in that last. Uh, yeah, last I say week. we, I say we, but it was it was mostly you. <laughs> <laughs> it can be the the we. There was. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. The, this coronavirus pandemic has probably been the best thing that's happened to us getting progress done in the house. I mean, I hate to say it that way, but well, honestly, so you had some free time. Had free time. Had lots of help. Um, we got floors in last week, flooring clicked together, cheap vinyl flooring. And then all this week we've been working on trim work in the shop and doors, finishing the doors. We just started hanging the doors tonight, which I think is what you were referring to. 
Um, and Those and the uh, the aesthetic upgrade to the living room ceiling. Oh, the timbers. Yeah, the eight by eight timbers. That was uh, that was a nightmare. We had a good time with um, an electric winch mm-hmm. uh, and uh, a lot of precariousness. Yep. Uh, Jeremy and his dad Chris got everything started nicely and cut nicely all these angles and then loaded or uh, hauled these beams up some scaffolding and attached them to the ceiling. Yeah, to some predetermined spots on the ceiling. Right, they look so pretty you, good. You prepared the the space behind the yeah. knotty pine with blocking with blocking to bolt yep. into. Which, in hindsight, I'm not sure this was the best way to do it. You know, I mean, I think we could have probably timber framed that section of the house. Mm. And it would have looked a little bit more real and been a little easier. But but now I mean, that it's finished. Right, it looks sweet. Yeah, it looks it looks like something you'd see in a magazine, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah, I'm pretty pleased with it, definitely. Um, but was a pain to get it there and there's a lot of people that helped which I appreciate and we're moving forward definitely yep. shout out to uh, Cole Andrew Cole, Andrew Dad Patrick that burn built Jeremy Deshaw many hands make light work right it seems many hands and, a, and an electric winch and the and the worn pulls all very nice yeah. But, yeah. and great investment if anyone's looking to invest in a tool for cutting timbers, the blue and black ten and a quarter inch. I mean, if you're gonna shout them out, you know, go full bore. The big Makita ten and a quarter inch skill saw. Yep. Makes quick work of just about anything you could throw at it. However, to cut those beams with the Makita ten and a quarter inch skill saw. Right. You got to flip them. What was involved? You cut one side. With a jig. With a jig. Flop it over. Realign the cut with the jig. The opposite direction. Again, the opposite direction. Okay. And then finish the inside with a skill saw. Or finish the inside with a Normal hand, hand saw. saw right? yeah. Because the blade on the ten and a quarter inch only cuts three and three quarters or three and seven eighths. To go through an eight, yeah, an eight inch. An eight and a eight and an eight, three and a quarter inch timber. Okay, uh... Uh, so, hypothetically, would you even want to use a 9, so that would be an 18-inch uh, skill saw? Right. I say skill saw. Skill's a brand. It's a circular saw, I guess. Circular saw. Yeah, Makita makes a 16 and 3 quarter inch. I no kidding. 16 and 3 quarter inch skill saw. But it's so much money um, and really limited use, in my opinion. Right. Um, I didn't, Dad and I, when we were deciding which saw to buy, we didn't think it was worth it to buy that one. Right. Um, right, so, the smaller one probably has... Right, more uses besides just those timbers. Right. And we managed. It's smaller, but it's still larger than any circular saw that you most people own. Yeah, by a, by a significant margin. I think Zach Detmore at Detmore101 just posted a video about using a Milwaukee skill saw that was the same thing. Same size? Yes, same size. To cut like six thicknesses of three-quarter inch plywood or, I don't know. All at once. All at once. To process large amounts of wood at the same time. Which, 
I have a little bit of a bone to pick with that if Zach is listening. Um, <laughs> because you can't control each cut well? Well, I mean, with with a saw clamp, I believe, he, I mean, he was raving about the skill saw, which I just was also. But for the application that he uh, demonstrated, I think that our production um, Powermatic table saw would be far faster at cutting, at processing these sheets of OSB. You say production Powermatic table saw. Is that something that you have at your property right now? No, this is in the shop. Okay. So, one, I gotta, I gotta defend my boy over here. Uh, <laughs> uh, Zach, I got you, no worries. Uh, but, uh, so he's got a Ford Transit. Right. And he's going to a job site. Touche. I don't know if he was in his shop. Oh, okay. Or if he was at the job site. I don't know. I guess he he does do a lot of prefab. Right. Right. Um, so I could be I could be wrong about that, but he was he was exclaiming the ten and a quarter inch skill saw as the best thing that could possibly be used for processing this material. And that's the only where place I'd like to interject. Now was that. that a track saw setup or just no. just freehanding? No, it was freehanding but with like one of those clamp and tool guides like we have in the okay, shop. Okay, yep. Yep. Which is very slow to set up. Very sure. slow. Um, so that's my only my only thing <laughs> is that all else being equal, the table saw with the giant right, right. table is much quicker. Yeah, I don't envy garage shops. No. Um, and I hope that in my future I'm able to use the garage as a spot to park a car. Um, right. But I, I, you know, there's a lot of uh, ingenuity out there with people turning their garage spaces, single car, two car garages into, into full out shops, um, which works, but it's not as efficient. Right. If you have the space available. Right. As right. a big sprawled out area that you can easily move four by eight sheets around in. Right. And Ideally. You don't have to put a tool away. They're all just sitting there. It's funny. I've been reading or dabbling in, not religiously reading, but this book called build your own homestead. And and the guy who wrote it, or whoever wrote it, talks about a perfect shop. And the perfect shop, he says, is the epicenter of the property. And yep. uh, and it's sort of shaped like a T. And the two sides of the T are rounded. And, and, um, and they're rounded so that you can move from one machine to the next in your production process. Just like all Clever. around a circle. He's very big on that. Um, but it's a huge shop. It's it's like, I, can't, I, I, I drew this up to cater to the average homesteader. <laughs> you're like, oh, that's that's a giant, and it even has like a, uh, like a um, mechanics pit. All this stuff. Nice. All this stuff. Um, but he's got it planned out. So if you open these doors and you open the doors on the other side, you can process thirty foot lumber and blah blah blah. blah huh. All this stuff. Pretty, pretty nifty book from probably the 1950s or 40s called Build Your Own Homestead. Interesting. Um, yeah. Things people don't have these days all the time is, is space. Yeah. I definitely take space. Well, I guess I don't take it for granted. I just drive to where there is space to work. Right. So you're, you are um, the time you would have wasted using portable tools Mm -hmm. you have simply wasted driving which if i mean whether or not it's a waste is a 
is up for debate since you... That's a good point. Well, but I also get socialization out of it. Right, exactly. Yeah, if it weren't for that, you're right. I should have just invested in a set of portable tools and a van. Well, I don't know. <laughs> That's a hassle. It driving is. is not... Driving, listening to a podcast or four... Right, that is kind of... much of a hassle. More of a pleasure. Yep. Um, so, yep, here we are. We got beams up. You've got doors and, and door frames... Working on doors tonight. Door frames, yeah. Three of them all today? Three out of ten. Wow. So we're thirty percent there. Yeah. I mean that's a big that's a big step. That's good. It is. Yeah. And do you like hanging doors? I do. I do, because I've spent this entire week in the shop um machining, milling, staining, varnishing. Mm-hmm preparing all this crap to be brought over to the house and now it's just like it's all there and all we have to do is put it in its proper place you got just waves of dopamine coming through your brain yeah. right now just yeah satisfaction huh right so i like yes i don't like hanging doors per se but i like this stage of the process that is one thing that i'll say about this whole situation is quarantining definitely allows for more time to work on your own things hell yeah yeah well, Way more. Of course, it allows less time for paychecks for me, which right. is a bummer. But. Right. Not everyone's getting a paycheck right now, which is a it's a big problem. Yep. Big problem that the economy is kind of stalled. Yeah. Um, stalled, best case. Yeah. But we'll see. You well, know. you know what? I talked to my friend Rob. Rob Ert. What's going on, Rob? And uh, I was like, hey, man, uh, I might be heading out later. Want me to swing by your house and I'll, you know, we can have a conversation through the window. And he was like, nah, man, I'm at Duncan right now. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. He's like, yeah, Duncan drive through. You know, sometimes you just got to get out of the house. No kidding. Yep. So I'm glad he's living his best life at the Duncan drive through Absolutely. Ain't God good. I'm not a huge fan of their coffee, but. Or donuts or breakfast sandwiches <laughs> or right. uh-huh. anything. But, you know, it's a, it's a lifestyle. Absolutely. Yep. Anything you miss, like, severely? Uh, you know, we just went to pr- the aforementioned grocery store last night, and we got home at, like, 10 or something, and we had to freaking sanitize all of the groceries. Uh, and I miss not having to do that, uh, because that's a pain. Yeah. Pain, pain, pain. But, um, yeah, I don't know. No, I don't miss but, a lot of things. But we have money to buy groceries. Yeah. Well, you asked me about something I miss. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Um, that's that's true. Yeah, I, I don't miss that either. Mom and Dad got a package in the mail today, and they left it on the porch. They're like, yeah, we're not going to go near that package. And I took a Lysol wipe and like wiped it all down for them. Right. And then it's fine. Um, but it's definitely, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of getting used to for, for everybody. I guess so. Um, my mom... Turns out to be a maker this weekend, or this week. She's been making face masks out of all the scrap fabric that she has from the mid-90s and beyond. No kidding. Um, she, she she picked up some fabric and showed it to me, and, and uh, she was like, do you recognize this? And I was like, I recognize that from photos of our family trip to Disney World when I was four. That's all I re- recognize, because she made shorts for the whole family matching, no like, kidding. 90s geometric pattern shorts 
That's cool. And uh, so she's making a bunch of face masks, um, which is good. Good to stay busy. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah, we're pretty much cooked here, I think, in the hot tub. Holy nuts, I guess so. Um, Turn it right up. Yep, it's about time to wrap this one up. Uh, it's been four four weeks since I've done a podcast, and for that, you know what? Deal with it, because there's a, pan- a global pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes priorities get shifted right around. Like going to the grocery store yeah. instead. Yeah. Yep. But we're here, we're uh, drinking a Mountain Dew, and we're hoping that everybody is doing well. Yeah, stay safe out there, and hold tight, hang tight, um, and we will come back and recover, you know, in time. Right. We're all going to do our best to keep America great in 2020. (laughs) So one of us is wearing a red hat here. The other one's groaning a little bit, but you know what? Sometimes you just have to put these things aside for the sake of uh, uh, just a wisp of socialization, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Just just a tiny string of socialization to to grasp onto. To grasp onto. In desperate times. Mm -hmm. Put politics right aside. Oh, man. Yep. So, stay healthy, and uh, we will catch you on the next one. Have a good night or day. Music by Ampletunes. Or not. Who knows? Who knows where the music's coming from? Keepers by <laughs> Nature. <laughs> uh.